Please leave a message after the tone. You've got seven questions, dude. Your life is going down the tubes. What do you do when you need advice? Rick, it's good. Good night. What am I fighting for? So Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan After Dark After the Digi. I am your host, Caleb Schweiss. Caleb Craig. And Cameron. And let's see what you guys have to ask us. We have a surprisingly high number of uh, voicemails right now, so I'm excited. Mm, this is good. Yeah, this is very good. Let's see where they begin today. Hey, what up, Nude Clan? Angry ass black dude from California. Mm. So I got an update on uh, the dude who I called about before who was humming in the bathroom. And I got to say, I'm highly disappointed. So I go into work about two weeks ago or so, and this motherfucker's already in there, and he's already humming. So that tells me, like, okay, he wasn't humming because he was, like, trying to creep on me or be weird on me or anything. He's just weird in the bathroom and hums. But now I'm kind of hurt because it's like, yo... I thought you were humming because of my magnificent sexiness being around. Not just because you're fucking weird. Like, what the fuck? So is it wrong that I'm kind of, like, jealous that the creepy humming wasn't for me? Like, I didn't like it, but kind of boosted a nigga's ego. So I don't know. What you guys think? Peace. Huh. I mean, maybe it's only natural to assume that it's the humming is for you. Maybe maybe he was thinking about you and you didn't you didn't know. Yeah, it could still be about you, but... I mean, that's the way that I would continue to operate. It's just the assumption that it was for you. Yeah, I I mean, I guess the the only thing we can compare this to is when, like... I don't know, when you find out that someone that you that you know is gay, but then they're like, oh, don't worry, though, you're not my type. And I'm like... <laughs> and then you get, like, offended. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> excuse me? I'm not your type? What, I'm what do you mean I'm not everyone's your type? type. Like, what, what's wrong with me? You know, and then the one that I hate the most is like, oh, you're just... You're too normal. You're not fat enough. And I'm like, I'm, I'm trying. Like, I'm getting there. <laughs> you know trying. what I mean? Like... Like no 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 like you know there there are some people that just like chubby men and mm. I'm like why mm. that's yeah, a good question I feel like that's how you got to approach it like that's how he feels maybe right you should now. start asking around what his type is and start being more that way so his humming's more for you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you, you adapt <laughs> to the hummer find out what makes him hum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of find, like find out what makes him tick, find out what makes him hum. Find out what makes him hum and do more of that. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll get the hums. But I thought the issue was he would like wait until you were in the bathroom to go to the bathroom. I thought that's what it was before. So you're saying it was you who found out when he was going to the bathroom and just ended up being in the bathroom at the same time he Dude, was. Dude, sometimes that fucking happens. Like I, I at work sometimes I have like the exact same bathroom schedule as my fucking boss. Like, we just go in at the same time. It's like, oh, hey. <laughs> it's fucking weird. 
How do you have a schedule? Do you just like drink the same amount of liquid each I guess. Day? It's like, body, it's always like the same time when I go to work. It's just like, oh, okay. Never like hotter one day it's than like, the other and drink more water. Uh, I do, but it doesn't change it. It's like, hey, it's 6.30. Guess it's time. Your body gets used to certain rhythms, at least for bowel movements. If you're going to spend time on the porcelain throne, it's usually around the same time every day, unless you change your eating habits from day to day. But yeah. if you follow, stick to the same eating habit, and your body just gets used to going to the bathroom at a certain time. Yeah, unless you do the if you do the keto diet, then you just don't ever shit. It's like once every three days. It's like finally, finally the, the great release. Sounds like the real problem there is in your pursuit of keto, you lost all your fiber. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then just you, gotta, you could do gotta, things to rectify that. Just gotta eat them poop flakes. Yeah, you can. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm not like constipated. It's just there's nothing in there. Well, yeah, it's the, like the over the course went. of three days, it's like six hot dogs, like eighteen <laughs> eggs. Jesus, God, dude, you ever see that brand cereal that's you, like you shaped need... in like little logs of shit? No, oh man, you need to that add that fiber. stuff twice. You need to you need to find that and then eat that stuff. You can just it add tastes like shit and keep, it looks like shit. Keto and it'll friendly make you shit. fiber <laughs> uh, keto f- uh, friendly fiber supplements. That'll help you shit while on keto. Yeah. And it'll stop the greased lightning when that happens, too. <laughs> I do love lightning. the crack of that greased lightning, though. I'll tell you what. When that thunder rolls after the after that lightning cracks, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what you got to do, though. Find out what makes them hum. Uh, let's see what else we have. Hey, guys. Um... I have a question about my friends. I have two friends. Both of them are going through a divorce. One is um, leaving his wife because she's a bitch and he wants to get free. They've been married for like 20 years. They've got kids in their teens. Um, and he just wants to get out of there. i got another one who doesn't want to leave, leave his wife. She's leaving him. She's seeing somebody else now. And they have young kids together. My question as a friend is what do I do to console both of them? Because when I was 19 and my friends got their heart broken and we go get drunk, go to strip club and try to bang bang as many chicks as we can. Now that we're older, that's kind of out of the equation, especially since I'm married, can't really go to strip clubs or bang girls. Um, unless my buddies weren't there to tell on me, then maybe it would be okay. But <laughs> see what you guys had to say, what to do to console a friend who's going through a divorce You know, now that we're older, more mature, and needs to stay out of the strip clubs. Uh, interested in hearing your guys' answers. Do the are these friends friends of each other? Because that would be an interesting get together. One's super sad about being divorced. The other one's ecstatic. Yeah, I yeah. I think that's a great comedy waiting waiting to happen right there. Uh, yeah, where the super excited one can tell the super sad one that yeah, it's fucking happening and make what, it fantastic. What is this like the new divorcee sitcom? They're like <laughs> they're forced to live together. And- yeah, yeah. One's a neat freak. The other one's kind of messy. One's like pissed off at being divorced. The other one's like super happy about yeah, it. Yeah, you get those two that that setting and, and, then, and a then, bass guitar, and you can make this show work. The yeah. fucking twist at the end is that they fall for each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make your friends become gay for each other, and they're and they they make just show I, them. I know, that, I know someone who happens to be available. If you know. <laughs> <laughs> I and that then they and they can become whole again. You know what I mean? Like because one of them is 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 shattered for being left and and 
you know, the other one is excited for being left. So together they will just be normal the one, people. And then, left, and then the leaving. really, really crappy uh, spinoff of that show would be them getting divorced. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, And it's, yeah. like, way worse than before. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they've swapped roles. The one who didn't want to get divorced before is the one that totally wants to get divorced. So yeah. they're just, like, revenge-fucking their, their, their old relationships. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. new one. Yeah, that's interesting. But then you have the kids. You have the kids there. Yeah, I mean, that's true. The older set, I don't know I don't know if it's better or, or what, what, like, the prime age to do that is for a child. Uh, I mean, when you're a teenager. Age. Yeah, the, the okay. prime age. So, the prime <laughs> abandonment age. So it's... Before they you can have speak. to you have to look at your entire situation. Or you know, do you need to separate from your spouse? Like, is it bad and is it affecting the kids? Sometimes getting divorces in the long run is probably better for the kids than not. If the kids have to deal with you fighting and the distance between yeah. the both of you. Uh, the other thing is like you want to make sure that the, the the at least the youngest child is mature enough to understand what's going on. I mean, yeah, probably wait till then but if it if it's bad don't fucking delay that yeah shit. don't don't stay if it's gonna fuck and over the kids. if you have smart enterprising children they know how to work the system now between mom and dad yeah, I mean, yeah. Think, think of the double yeah. birthdays the yeah. double christmases and man I, I always heard kids like fucking like championing that's that shit it's like really come on that's fucking bullshit i never got that shit I mean, yeah <laughs> i was a pro-divorce child <laughs> uh pro-divorce <laughs> yeah i'm pro-divorce <laughs> no that that's a good so double, double down man <laughs> i feel like people say that divorce rates are rising and i feel like more people are okay with divorce than there used to be in times past in times past if you had a, a you know a bad marriage you just had to stick and stick to the marriage yeah there's always a, there's always and like it feels like a religious connotation religious to like, connotation yeah yeah stick with them and i and that's why i don't I, I think what cameron's getting at is that yeah divorce rates might be rising but shitty relationship yeah. rates those are probably the same so yeah so i'm just saying divorce is a great way to say it for have two people to, <laughs> to end things when things aren't working and it's not saying Hey, let's go. Hey, I, you know, we got an argument. Let's go get a divorce. No, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I'm not advocating that as you know your fucking redo button every five years or so. It's just when it's bad, you have a way out, and that's a healthy way and a great way to end it. And yes, it sucks for kids caught in the middle, but it also sucks for kids to be stuck with a family with abusive tendencies. I think- at least some of the st- some of the people that I've seen that have been getting divorced, I feel like it's mostly they don't want to try and stick with the relationship, try to make it work. You know, like they never they never give it a shot. They never make. You see, try you to, there's try more to, of that. Try to work on things. Yeah, I think people are getting lazier and they just don't want to work on it. And they're like, I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to put in the effort anymore. Well, any, everywhere so. else besides Utah, we see a, a rise of people getting married later in life. Um, they've made more of their personal goals with work or school, and they just put it off until, I guess, they are ready for marriage. So I wonder if, as a whole, people are more mature and more ready for marriage when they get into it. Does that marriage last longer, or are they still getting divorced? Just you know, just for not even trying, like you're saying. 
Because I feel like when you get married young and you just kind of rush into it before, you know, realizing what you're doing and who that other person really is, then you're, yeah, you fall into more here, situations here where it's definitely people are married. That's why I excluded just to have sex. So that's why I excluded like, Utah because Utah yeah. is not going to change for a minute. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the, the marriage age is rising steadily in Utah, but it's definitely behind well, everyone else. Yeah. And also now, I mean, I can imagine it rising more because now chicks, girls can go on their missions younger. Well, so I mean, they're either going to get married that, yeah. younger or they're going to go on their missions and then get married when they come back. No, that's exactly what's happened. That's why it's been on the rise a little bit. But it used to be like you either got married or went on a mission because the mission age for girls was like 21 before. Yeah. Um, which is odd considering that they supposedly matured sooner than dudes so why wouldn't they have gone earlier the whole time well it's a it's a whole dynamic you could get into if you wanted to discuss mormonism at length but do we want to make the the podcast about that not really it's more it's more or less they wanted lesser in in the mormon faith it's more or less the reason why the marriage i mean the uh, missionary age was 21 for women is because they wanted women to get married they didn't want them to go on a mission they wanted them to oh you're 18 marry or return missionary stop popping babies out that's what you're supposed to be doing yeah yeah Kind of, yeah. That's kind of the idea. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly why. Yep. And if they got to their mission, they kind of failed. You know what I mean? If they were looked at in that way, there was a slight amount of, why is she going on a mission? Hmm. Yeah, she couldn't get married. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it was, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's not great. It's the worst shit out there, but. Um, yeah, so divorce happens, and it can be done right and healthy for the kids, but it can also be done wrong. Yeah, I think at that at that point, they just have to find a way to make it work for them, you know. And it, it doesn't. It like Cameron said, it's not. It shouldn't be a negative thing. It's kind of like a bankruptcy, you know. Like you don't want to do it. You don't ever want to do a bankruptcy, but sometimes you need to. Sometimes that's exactly what you need to do to fix everything. And that's when you have to do it. It's not something you should just default to when you're a couple thousand dollars in debt, you know, and just file bankruptcy. No, it's it's a it's something it's that it's like if there's like no other way, then you got to do it exactly. And that's how you should def- treat that. And so for them, I mean, if that's where they're at, I don't know. Maybe go get some strippers. Eh? Maybe that's what you got to <laughs> do. You know, like I mean, it's gonna suck for that one guy who was not happy about this and it's gonna suck big time yeah i mean the the best thing that you can kind of do is kind of just pick up uh like a hobby or something he's got to work at his own pace he's gotta you know it takes time and then yeah i mean maybe maybe making them those two come together so that they find some common ground the one guy drags down the one dude's joy (laughs) while he pulls up the man pulling his joy away from him and they meet in the middle, you know what I'm saying? And they just become normal dudes? Yeah, they're just normal human beings <laughs> at that point. A support group for divorced you know, men can get together and talk about it. And then, then another situation is that where it can be hard is who gets the kids. And it sounds like it's not going to be equal for both of the guys of, you know, who wants or who gets time with the kids and how often they get to see the kids or if they get the kids outright. Yeah. And that part is hard when you can't be amicable with the person you're, you know, divorcing from. 
and have an equal amount of time with the kids and you're not tearing each other down. See, that's another bad thing that happens after divorce is where the spouse, you know, one of the parents starts to paint the other parent as the bad guy. And so the kids have to go back and forth and hear how, how bad the other parent is. And that's not, not good at all. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Like how they decide who gets the kids. Sometimes I feel like it's unfair for dudes. It is a little bit. And like, I get that, you know, for like a baby, they need the mom for the milk and shit. But like, you're like 15. Like, do you really need, one parent over the other like is that really a fair assessment you know i mean there's tons of studies into what happens to kids when they don't have one or the other parent and who's more nurturing and who is who you know the kid to go to and it's over time it's just trended yeah. that the mo- mother gets the kids and the father gets visitation rights but yeah it sounds like the mom is the blue pill though she's like the tender loving like but oh, who knows don't worry. But who knows? But th- that's you know also not true in every case. That's true, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know uh, enough, and I, I know research is still going on about that. And times might change, but who knows? Yeah. It's just interesting what we do have the option to do. And that it's interesting how, what we fight for. But, like... I don't know, the other way around, like, would they, would that still be viewed the same way in society? You know, when it comes to these kind of things, like, what if it was always the dude? Like, how would that be? How would that look? You know, and that's how I, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's interesting to think about. Um, yeah, do you guys want to do one more? Or, yeah. uh, how many more do we have? We have f- five more. Yeah, let's do one more. All right, let's see what we got here. What up, guys? Caleb with a C here. Oh, you guys are awesome. Been listening for the past couple months. Started with Ultima Final Fantasy. And then found this sexy bitch of a podcast, so keep up the good work. Um, I had a question. If you guys could turn one video game into a movie, what would it be? And who would you cast for said movie? Uh, Yeah. You guys fucking kill it. Keep it up. Thanks, guys. Well, that's kind of weird because that was one of the ideas we had for the episode. Yeah. Today. Um, I was going to say that's not advice, so that doesn't belong on on, uh, New Plan After Dark. That's more of a question. No, we have questions and advice. That's like the whole idea. We could do that later. We could. I mean, that was one of the ideas I had for this week's episode, honestly. Jesus. We could answer the fuck out of that question. <laughs> yeah. You want to do another one then? Um, yeah, but let's play his uh, voice clip on the main episode. <laughs> so they're hearing this like after weeks or like, well, not weeks, but like days after yeah. the episode where it already happened. Yeah. <laughs> weeks. God, that reminds me of the time that that uh, Cody, that I was bitching about someone having like a platinum trophy already in a game. And he he said something to me. He was like, "Well, there are there are places in the world that are days ahead of <laughs> us." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> days like, ahead?" Yeah, huh? he, he said like days or weeks or something. I was like, "Cody, it's there's an international date line, and that's like a day, man. That's not like a week. You know, there's just only fucking... one place on Earth where <laughs> there's actually 
one and it's funny because they're right next door to each other um they're both right you know along the line one's hawaii and then one's this island just off of hawaii where they're actually almost 24 hours apart and that's just one place on earth where that happens yeah yeah like i mean yeah the if you release it at 7 p.m., whatever time they live in, which doesn't actually happen, they always release it at like one time for everybody. It's like, it's like, it's. They don't, okay, when you release a game, they don't release it like New Year's releases where it's fucking like New York gets it first and then like the Midwest, which is no. really the Middle East, but we don't want to call it that, gets it next and then the, the Central America. Center of America gets it, then the western end of America gets it. No, it's midnight New York time, and whatever the fuck that time is for any other motherfucker instead. So yeah, that that reminds me of that. Um, I think there was some delay in, in release depending on certain countries and whatnot. Um, and I also hear that certain countries get releases first just because they're afraid of the bootleg copies that'll happen if they don't. Yeah. Um so besides that, yeah. What was the question? What 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 happened? We skipped that question to answer another one. Oh, oh, we didn't we didn't did we listen to that one yet? No. Oh, okay. I was like I was sitting there and I was like why am I talking about the dateline thing? I I totally forgot. Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Something brought it up, but it's Hey, what's going on, dude? Clan, this is Andrew. I'm driving my sorry ass through Western Iowa right now, coming down from Minneapolis and making my way to Denver. Somehow my crazy girlfriend convinced me that it was a good idea to not fly and instead cruise down the interstate. Uh, so while I'm down here and while I'm driving, listen to your podcast to keep me sane. I figured I'd ask you guys, you know, we're heading to Denver for a convention right now, at which uh, we'll be meeting the cast of Critical Role, a pretty popular D&D podcast hosted on Twitch every week. And I was curious, it got me thinking. I've heard you guys talk about Dungeons & Dragons and your experiences before. I'm kind of curious to know if you guys have had any experience since then. Uh, you know, regarding Dungeons and Dragons, if you have any interest, what you know about it, and whether or not you guys expect to ever pick it up again, and if not, why not? Thanks. <clears throat> Man, I got a surprising amount of nude clan, <laughs> nude clan questions. I guess we could talk about this. I, guess, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah, Critical Role. I've seen that before. On yeah, I've seen it occasionally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it, but our, as far as uh, playing d and I still tend to do that somewhat regularly with my coworkers and other friends. Yeah, I, I only play it for the show. Yeah, it's it's too much for, for Schweiss. His insecurity really gets at him. Or he can't <laughs> uh, really get into something that's not a joke. So, Yeah, well, it is a joke, so that's why I make it a joke. <laughs> but that's I think that's the problem, is it's not a joke to some people. I mean, it's a fun game. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. I it mean, de- I, it I don't really depends on it. who you play it with. Is in my experience that makes a whole world of difference. I don't know. There's just there's just so many things that I want to do and that's not really that high on the list of things I want to do before I I am no longer alive. You know, like I I think the idea of the idea of DMing is really cool. And, like, coming up with your own story and coming up with your own scenario, that's kind of fun. And that, like, access is more of a creative side. But the rest of it, I don't know. I It's cool, but it's not, I don't know, it's not something that I'm going to, like, seek out outside of doing it for, for Nude Clan, really. It's, I, I don't know, I'm just not that 
into it, I guess. But a lot of people are, so... I don't know if it's necessarily insecurities <laughs> as much as, like, time. Uh, yeah, I think I would play it if I had, like, a group nearby or whatever. Um, I mean, you were invited to one. You yeah, just, but yours is, like, fucking in Draper or wherever the fuck. You know, I'm not going to drive, like, an ha- hour and a half up there. It's not even an hour and a half up there. But it's, it wasn't a Draper. The one I was going to invite you to was in Pleasant Grove. It's still like an hour away. It's not Hardly. an hour away. Not even. It's fucking an hour away from me. No, it Fuck isn't. Is. Yeah, it is. It takes like 17 minutes to get here. Yeah, Craig, it's like another 15. It's 17 another 15. and 15 fucking 60. Lies. I'm t- dude, We I do that all the time. Alex's parents live in fucking AF, which is f- even further than Pleasant Grove by Just like by two bit. exits. But it doesn't take me 43 minutes to get there. <laughs> Don't lie to me. God, Craig and his, his like bubble of safety. It's like, it's like a 20-mile radius. <laughs> anything beyond that is like, dude, that's like an hour away. It is. Yeah, anything north of Provo, he just can't. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. does not exist it's, it's for him. It's too much. It's like, it's like a hot summer day when you're looking down the road and you see those heat waves well, flying fucking, off. And fucking it, Provo is a shit storm for traffic, and then it only gets worse <laughs> the further north you go. Oh, it gets way worse. The only place where it's terrible is Salt Lake City. Yeah. That's the only place where traffic's bad. And we're not asking you to risk your neck driving through Salt Lake City. Yeah, you are. We're we're just asking you to just go a little bit further than what your comfort bubble. Although PG is like the worst setup city of all time. You like no, get, off it's, the, it's, you it's, get off the freeway and you drive for like five minutes and then you finally get into town. Yeah, it's the east of the freeway and it's suburbs, so, so it's not like it's populated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not scary, Craig. It's actually no. it's pretty nice. Just driving through a neighborhood. Yeah, it's pretty nice. One you've never been to before. <laughs> and, and at one point you should just drive to my apartment just so you can come up that way into Draper at least just once. It's not hard. Just pushing your your little your little comfort zone a little bit more. Yeah, it's too much. That's how it's you too grow. Too much driving. That's how you grow, Craig. You got to push your comfort zone, your bubble. Mm. Well, yeah, D and D is D and D is fun. I don't mind playing it. I think uh, playing a continuous game where you like have the same character for multiple campaigns would be fucking cool. So my one gripe with D and D is when you go to a new session, you're excited because you know everyone who's playing and you get along with them pretty well um you have this idea of a character you want to play you look into it um you design kind of what your uh, level up path is going to be for the character if you're gonna multi-class or stick to this that one class and then you get excited about all the things you can do once you hit like level 15 and above you're like wow this is gonna be great fun but then you start at level one or level three and you play for like a couple months and you get to maybe level seven, eight, and then everyone stops playing. And it's just like, how many D&D sessions have I been to where you just start as a low level character and you never make it out of that? Because, you know, it's hard for people to commit to, just, you know, to something over long lengths of time. And so, and the people don't want to just start out as high level because, oh, I want to spend time learning my character and what they do. I'm like, oh, fuck that. I've done that so many fucking times now. It's so stupid and boring. I want to start as, like, fucking level 15 or lower. Or, you know, it's just because no one has time 
to level up so slowly that you never get to enjoy your character and so yeah. and then even if you say well every three sessions will level up you're still looking at months out before you get to the higher levels so yeah all i can think right now is just the grind is real and it's up to the dm in this case though um it's just a hard balance because not everyone can commit to once a week or once every other week four months of their lives so yeah that's the time thing that makes me mad. Do they just like always play something new? Is that why they're like, well, I don't want to play this a is, higher level character? This is the story of a D&D group. Uh, you all get together, all new faces or all old faces, you know, friends. You all get together. It's great fun, um, depending on the DM. Uh, and then you say, hey, let's meet every every week. And then you meet every week for two months and everyone just gets burned out they don't want to show up anymore people start missing sessions so you start doing side quests because you don't want to do the main quest without them and then pretty soon people just get burned out of just doing nothing because it's not progressing the main story and your characters aren't progressing too far and it just burns out in my opinion it'll burn out somewhere between four to six months you get player burnout and then you don't progress too far after that. And then everyone takes a break for a while. Then someone goes, hey, I want a DM. Um, I have a cool story I just thought of. You know, you know, I want to get together, make you know level, f- five, level five characters come play. Everyone's like, sure. Or you, 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 some people decide they don't want to rejoin. And so you find other new fresh faces to add to it. And it's just the same pattern over and over again. That you can't keep a group together for longer than that six-month mark. Mm-hmm. See, I played like four times. I already know the fuck out of my barbarian. So I'd be like, I'd be dead to play like an uber high level thing that is determined to kill us. Um, the only problem is uh, one thing Fucking why people like to learn their characters at a, and progress their way up to a higher level character is just because when you get to battles and you're playing with four people in one DM and if each person has like this whole fucking scroll of what they can do during a battle that they have to unwind and they are not familiar with their character turns can take four fucking ever well, to get I can done. see that happening if they have like a fucking mage or whatever but like if you like have a general idea of like what the character class is then you shouldn't have that problem like yeah. I fucking like as a barbarian, as a more experienced it, I know that if I have a fucking sweet ass weapon and I can rage infinitely, then I can fucking attack fifty times in one turn. So yeah, I'm gonna fucking stick with that. Yeah, that's yeah. It's just the the biggest detriment to getting a D and D session together and consistently doing it is getting four to six people to meet consistently. That's almost impossible over time. Yeah. Yeah, all what they need is to start a podcast on D anD D, so that they feel like they have to come. Well, yeah, I mean, but the the podcast, you know, when it's when a podcast starts out or idea starts out, and people realize the time commitment that the podcast get, takes, it might take a year or two of consistently doing that to just fuck the rest of that person's social life, just so that doesn't exist anymore. So it's no longer a problem. Exactly. So you take Cameron for example, Cameron and Nude Clan. Cameron's busy playing Digimon instead of busy hanging out with people. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you make a campaign last. It came, you, you. came to the point last night that my friend actually had to stop by yesterday just to check in on me. See what's <laughs> going on. Yeah. 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 
You could still log on to PlayStation 4 and be in a chat. No, 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 no. So yeah, what I did... Be, you gotta be in the chat. You can't be an, all antisocial. So, no. Like, okay. I get, in the chat? I get distracted when I'm playing a video game. And then when you're inside a chat... People expect you to chat. They expect you to talk to, to yeah. them and socialize with them. I'm fucking focusing on the game. I'm not here to talk to You're you. You're playing a game that's completely mindless, Cam Which Cam. is why... You don't have to fucking focus on it in any capacity. Which is why I have a Netflix thing going on in the background, and I just play the game. That's the, the best the, way for me to chat, focus on Cam playing Cam. the game. The no. chat becomes the focus. But then if I try to chat to you guys, I can't listen to what I'm watching... And well, I want to wear my headset well, then for obviously hours. Obviously, you don't watch the thing. It's in place of the Netflix. Yeah. No. Well, no, what, I feel, what, I feel what, like. What were you watching on Netflix? Well, I wanted to find a show that I wasn't too interested in, so I wasn't going to watch that instead of play the game. And so I started uh, that Lucifer show on Netflix because I thought that it was stupid. Okay. I thought it was you know just a cop stupid show with the the main character being this good looking guy. Who is really good with women? Just for, so I don't. I feel like it appealed to women more than it appeals to men. The show Lucifer, mm-hmm. and that's why I put it on, just so it could play in the background, and so I wasn't watching that, but just not completely bored playing this fucking stupid Digimon game. Yeah. Did anybody get any of that devil dick? Lucifer, the, the, the I mean, devil. Constantly. They do frequently, yes. Constantly, okay. it's it's just a constant thing with him. He, he's literally the devil, and yeah, he he has all the sex. I, I remember seeing a trailer for it and being like, "Wow, I have no interest in watching that show." That's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, it's got a great, great thing on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's exactly what Mike. Uh, so I looked at it. I'm like, "Hey, I want to put something on." Netflix is really pushing the show right now. I went on Rotten Tomatoes, and it seemed all right. And so I'm like, eh, okay. Which half of those reviews are bought and paid, though? Well, oh, that's why for the, everything. It does the thing that I hate most about um, shows is like they just like focus way too much on like romantic drama. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't need it. Caleb, Caleb has no time for romance in his spurned. life. No, I, yeah. I, I enjoy Just the romance. Just turn him into lesbians but, and be done but what with I, it. What I fucking hate, though, <laughs> is like when they're like, hey, these two characters like each other. We're going to spend the entire fucking show being like, will they, won't they? That's literally every fucking you know TV show. You know what, Craig? That in of itself is a huge part of, of why I hate anime. It's fucking annoying. It's super annoying. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. And anime does this worse than any other uh, A lot medium. of them do, yeah. And I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I hate anime. Well, I don't hate anime. There's certain ones out there that I'm more than okay with, but that whole trope, I'm not okay with. It's fucking, it's fucking horse shit. Like, just get them in a relationship and have the fucking relationship just stick. And then just right. have that not be the main point the like, fucking, for the characters. The fucking CW shows, like the, yeah. the, the yeah. WB oh, shows, they, they all do they're that trash. shit. They're they, trash. They're like, okay, we're going to fucking like form this relationship, then we're going to have them break up for some bullshit reason just for the drama. And I feel like Lucifer <sighs> would be very much at home on the CW. Uh, fucking God, I, mean, I think CW. it was on there. <laughs> but until Netflix picked it up. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It feels like that. That's like the, that's I the hope they stop doing channel. that since Netflix has it now. 
That's it really is. Yeah. Channel, yeah. I fucking hate that shit. Dude, they've been, the, they, they ruin all of those fucking superhero shows with that shit. Yeah. It pisses me off. God, the guy. The first season of Arrow was actually really awesome. Yeah. And then they're like, I couldn't get relationship into Arrow. drama. I couldn't get into Arrow at all because I knew that's what I was going to devolve into from the very that first. first. That first season is really I good. I tried and to then watch that like, first season, but I could see it. I said, yeah, I, I said, this can, is like you can see the this is like the fucking it. Gilmore Girls of superheroes going on right here, and that's what every season afterward becomes. It's fucking why? I don't Wait, know. Gilmore Girls is that the one with like the the mom, the daughter, and the? I have no idea. The, <laughs> the grandma, and the lesbian like, incestuous <laughs> people. I don't know. I th- I can't remember if that's the one. I don't know. Or if that's the what's the old lady one? What old lady one? It's like the old ladies. It's oh, like Golden Betty Girls? White. Yeah, that one's great. That's yeah, what, Golden what is the Girls one? is fucking awesome. <laughs> okay, what right. is the, I love Golden Girls. <laughs> what is the one about all like the, the rich kid group who's always like lying to each other? One of them's always like, and then one of they can't figure out who's the one spreading the rumors of what's going on. Uh, I feel like I feel like Green Arrow's like that. I feel like I have no. I, don't know. I think I don't Alex know. watched only, Gilmore Girls, and it's I I hated it from a distance. Yeah. I didn't hate it as much as I hated the new Buffy, good which I know a lot of people love. The new Buffy, or no, not the new Buffy. The new uh, uh, what's her name? The the one with the cat. Oh, Sabrina? Yeah, the new Sabrina. I really didn't like that. I mean, it's supposed to follow the comics more, but I enjoyed the comedy like of the original one. I did too, yeah. Fucking Salem is such an asshole, but it's so good. It's not even there! I know! Well, yeah, it was one of those shows that I heard in the background and I didn't like. It wasn't like Dear White People level of disdain, but it was, it was down there. Oh, dude, all these fucking shows are like getting there. Just that fucking uh, the Charmed reboot that's literally just like supposed to be female power, which the original one was entirely about that. But they're like, we gotta push it more, and we gotta make one of the sisters a lesbian, and we gotta make one of them like half black for some reason. <laughs> Muff diver power. Have you not heard of adoption, Craig? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean though. The, and there was the, oh man, the the generic like cookie cutter gay guy at work asked me if I watched One Tree Hill and I turned around and I was like I will never watch that fucking show I I was on a television and I was in the room and I was like oh my god what the fuck is this this? it was like the super teenage drama show of the 90s it's like a high school yeah they're in a high school and I'm like yeah no I do not watch that show I, I tried for like I didn't try. It was on, and I was, like, angry. It was like when I watched <laughs> Juno. I was just angry. Where would you put that on the scale of, you know, where Glee goes? It's way worse it, than Glee, It's dude. way it's worse, It's so dude. much it's worse like, than Glee. It's like, it's what, it's everything we hate about the CW turned up to, like, 12. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't ruin great songs <laughs> like Glee does, but it does, it's just terrible. It's so like angsty and drama filled. It's like imagine yachty. the CW like a, a CW show, but also mixed like with a soap opera, and that's One Tree Hill. Yeah, mm. the two most nasty yeah things sounds, in the world. Sounds pretty bad. And CW um, <laughs> and teenagers. And I think wasn't that show on the CW? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's it was. exactly what it was. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a, that's the epitome of that channel. Just, and then whenever I see anyone, anyone, and I'm sorry, guys, if you if you do this, but whenever I see any of the listeners or any single person talking about any show from the CW, I automatically don't take them seriously anymore. <laughs> Even if it's a superhero show, I'm like, yeah, you watch The Arrow? I'm sorry, I can't take you seriously, because that channel is just such a oh, fucking God, joke. I had to fucking stop You know, for the that. most part, for the most part, I really dislike the superhero TV shows. I can't get into them. Yeah. There's only one that I passively liked, which is Daredevil, and then the other one that I really liked for the first season was Luke Cage, just because if you oh, yeah. took away the first the, season if you took great. away the superpower, the gimmick, it was still a wonderful TV show about a guy taking yeah. back his town from a Luke Cage from was a, fucking sweet. from a bad guy who's crime lord has you know control of the town great like twists and you know who's you know the bad guy and stuff like that and reflective moments and so luke cage oh, by man. itself that was a bad good show. guy in that fucking first season oh yeah. so good yeah the first season of luke cage is what i would want most superhero tv shows to be like but for the most part they're just stupid oh, yeah, they're stupid they are really stupid yeah and it really hurts me to say that and that's why i don't they can't watch- do superheroes in TV, they can't. It just doesn't work, yeah. No. It's, I it's, mean, they can, but they just got to do it well instead of being CW, which owns, like, one of the biggest ones. Which one do they own? The CW is owned by Warner Bros., which is, oh. owns DC. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so they get to do all those. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to treat my favorites like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know... I know this is very far away from D&D. Um, oh, yeah. The biggest thing about D&D is uh, time constraint. That's why most people can't commit to D&D. It's because, yes, there's a little bit of getting into that nerd stuff, but I feel like that's becoming more acceptable as time goes on yeah. because of things like Critical Role. Um, and then they have an animated TV show that they're coming out with soon, too, that they entirely crowdfunded, which was kind of cool. Who? Uh, Critical, Critical Role? Critical Role. Oh. Um, side note, um, that's why, and I feel like that's the answer to the question, but um, when that's it comes why, to superheroes... That's why you can't get anybody to do anything for long-term, though. Right. Same thing with the divorce. It's You have to be willing to like put that <laughs> long-term effort, to put in. The effort in. You have to put the effort in. It's a full-time job. It really is, yeah. Um, but when it comes to like superhero themes and new things coming out, how do you guys feel about Brightburn? I don't know what that is. Um, I I think the I'm concept kind of is interesting. It. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited about it. I I'm not gonna lie. I hope it's not just a shit cash grab. I hope so too. So basically, it's the Superman origin story. But what if he was like a fucking evil, demented child? Hmm. So he's evil. As yeah. A child. Well, he, yeah. he basically it's about a kid with all the godlike powers. He goes fucking psychotic. Yeah. Aren't all children kind of evil though? Yeah. Bit? So I yeah. think it's more of a realistic look of what could have really <laughs> happened with Superman. That's, that's why as you a don't, child. Yeah. yeah. That's why you don't fucking uh, turn vampires Ooh. or children into vampires. Yeah, man. Can you imagine that? Like any any three year old that you've ever known having superpowers that would be awful yeah <laughs> they're already like hellions but they would just raise and i feel planet. like i feel like most of the time they treat they treat uh superman's uh, origin story kind of the same way or you know his childhood the same way they try to treat it uh hercules's child story just like a, a happy little montage of him not turning into a little monster i'm like yeah hey. him just being like freakishly strong and like oops sorry i'm clumsy <laughs> just getting that rage that they get yeah oh man that, that, that's kind of a cool idea. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of excited for that. But yeah, well, who's doing it? 
Uh, I'll have to look into it again. Uh, yeah, I forget who the director I was. I just saw I just saw a uh advertisement for it uh, one of the last movies we went to see. Can't remember. I think it was when I went to go see Endgame. I saw the advertisement for it. Nice. I the only TV show that I'm looking forward to now that my TV show is done and hurt me. I guess I'm looking forward to the spinoff show for that, I guess. Um, I thought they confirmed Wheel of Time. that that wasn't going to happen. Wheel of Time TV show's coming. Yeah, Wheel of Time, I'm interested <laughs> That's going to be like two years away. Um, Brandon Satterson already said that they're making changes, and he's like okay with the changes, but it didn't sound like he was I, 100%. I don't know what changes they would make. He, yeah, I don't know. They're going to change it. And then the, uh, the Witcher TV show coming out, it already seems like they're off to a great I, start. I think, yeah, I think they... Did you see the? the did you see the uh, the Nilfgaardian armor leak from I the did, set? I didn't know. Go go pull that up real fast. I mean, and everyone who's on their phones and not driving to Colorado, <laughs> um, don't you know? If you're at your home, look it up. But if you're not, then don't wait till later. Nilfgaardian armor for the TV show. Take a look at that. I still don't know Images. how I feel about that guy playing Geralt, though. You see that guy? Yeah, yeah, just right here. Look at he, it. He looks like a Nazi. No, just open it. Just oh, click on one of them. Just fucking, that's what they look like. <laughs> they look ridiculous. Exactly. Huh. And then if you get a close-up on that guy on the left of that picture, yeah, look at th- look at that! What? That's the Nilfgaardian armor. That's not what it fucking looks like. That's what it looks like to them. I love how uh yeah. <laughs> I love how the fucking internet like raged at uh Henry Cavill playing him. No, it's like it's just kind of ridiculous. I think he's he, I think just he could fine, be just fine maybe. for it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I think someone slightly older would have been better for Geralt. You can make him look older. It just though. depends on where they're putting the story in in his Geralt's timeline. Yeah, besides, he's, this like, depends. super I'm, old. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, 100-plus, yeah. but he still looks like... Henry Cavill looks like he's in his, like, mid-30s. Nothing little makeup and CGI can't take care of. They can make him any age they want to make him. Yeah. Still yeah, cool. but this doesn't give me high hopes. It just feels like the person who's, you know, director or, you know, person who's doing the costume decisions just going to make it a joke. Yeah, at first like, it looked like they... Where the fuck would they pull that out of, like... Ugh. It doesn't make any sense. that They could have at least just used full plate armor and painted it black. Like, they didn't have to fucking put imagination Or they could have just there, put more which is like, historically hey, somebody fucking armor. Somebody put my suit of armor in the fucking dryer and now it's wrinkled to shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they could have just used more historically accurate armor as well. I mean, The Witcher, when it comes to like... You don't have to pull some bullshit fantasy stuff, right? We don't want that. You can just go with stuff that's already been made. Yeah, the games do that, so... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about the books. Craig's the only one. I've read all of them, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Using your mind's eye, they aren't going to look like anything you want. The only thing that's fantasy in the fucking like books is the fact that he has like golden eyes. I mean, just look at that. It looks like someone's fucking wrinkly ball sack is what it looks like from here. Like the fucking stomach area. 
Like it's like pulled in tight because it's cold outside. Hey, he's, he's, just yeah. wearing, he's just wearing it's a just, fucking rain suit missing. of armor. Like. It's missing the short and curlies everywhere. It's all it's missing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it needs to be like a, a tannish brown instead. <laughs> hey, they're very open. Once you go Nilfgaardian black, you don't go back. <laughs> Is that a scrot coming at us? It's because you can't fucking take off the armor anymore. Scrot him on a horse with a lance? <laughs> That's charging me right you now. Gotta, you gotta get someplace warm so it loosens up a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, they are the northern guys, aren't they? The fucking... No, Nilf Guardians are the south. Oh, are yeah. they? Oh, so yeah. they do have the loose ball sacks. Yeah. <laughs> they're sure, that's why they're... Oh, okay, so they... Okay, I gotcha, gotcha. They're up north, and that's why it's all shriveled. Well, so you played that game, too, I mean... <laughs> what? I don't, oh, no, you're right. Yeah, that's the emperor dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. The emperor's... Imperator Emeris. Yeah. Charles Dance, Emperor of the World. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So there's... Oh, fuck. It's it's the stupid things they do with TV shows, dude. Yeah, and that's why I don't watch very much TV. Yeah, like, I really stupid. don't. It's even... Okay, there's, there's like a, a holy grail of excellent TV shows. And I think for the most part, Game of Thrones still sits in that unless, you know, you don't want to ever end, you know, watching it if you're doing a rewatch. Then there's um, um, one of the greats, in my opinion, is always going to be Breaking Bad. That's a perfect, perfect example of the directors getting to take the TV show and end it exactly when it should end and how it should end. That is perfect. That's what I've heard. I haven't watched that. I still think Game of Thrones is the best show I've watched. It just has a disappointing ending. You should watch Breaking Bad. It's it's really good. The Wire is really good throughout. Sopranos is really good. Um, House of Cards used to be good, but it ended fucking terribly because of all the... um, They had to get rid of... um, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not that into TV. You know, like I tried to watch Deadwood a couple times, and I just I can't get into it. Same thing with Westworld. Just no interest in, to pick that up. Oh, Westworld season one is really good. See, that's the thing. I'm going to pick it up. It's going to be really good, and then I'm going to want to watch it. I don't. I don't want to do that right now. You don't want to watch it? No. Why not? I just don't want to watch TV right now. You want to spend time in the digital world instead? Fuck that digital monsters but yeah um anything else you want to bring up no man i think that's it uh thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and we will see you again in a week